Hey, what's up, y'all? I'm your host, Kimbo, podcast where we uncover the stories behind the creativity. Get ready to be inspired. So sit back and grab a slice of life. I'm Slice of Life Podcast with Kimbo. Yeah. <laughs> what is up, guys? We are back with another episode of Kimbo Slice of Life. We got Cayman in the building. What's up? Cayman here is actor, model, voiceover, stuntman, professor, uh, teacher, cooker, writer. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he is a professor, though, right? Yes, yes. TCU? TCU. Acting class? Yep, acting on camera for their uh, theater department. That's awesome. He's everything you can think of. Oh. Uh-huh. Cayman's also signed with Cam Campbell. Campbell Agency, yep. How's that so far? Great, great. I just um I was with another agency for years, which were Klutz. Klutz was an amazing agency. I just have been doing the same thing for a while. I wanted to shake things up, took a big risk and joined a different agency to um explore more voiceover options mm-hmm. as well. And um a couple more modeling, more print um work as well, just because I felt like I was just there were so many other so many other things I feel like I was able to do and capable of doing, and um, it's been great. I've only been there I think maybe wow time has been flying maybe five six months and dang already it's I know right like I think it was a summer move, and now we're in January twenty twenty four man time is just wow I think once you pass like twenty five years old everything just goes goes I know goes. I just hit thirty. Hey, welcome to the 30s. <laughs> hey, what are you? So I feel old now. You're 93, 94? 94. 94, okay. I'm just like, no. Dang. Yeah. No, make it stop. Your back start hurting yet? Knees start hurting? Not yet. Oh, man. I'm talking to you with a slip disc right now. It's just age. <laughs> 30s. Uh, 30s. <laughs> all right. Um, so first and foremost, tell us how did you get started in acting? Um, uh, long story short. Long story short. Um. High school, found a camera in my parents' closet and uh, started shooting my own home movies, you know, with my friends from high school and just enjoying that for a while. Um, graduating high school, I didn't know what the heck I wanted mm-hmm. to do. All my dreams didn't make any sense for where I was living. And Irving, Texas is nowhere near Hollywood. So I'm like, I don't know what the heck I want to do. And most of the schools around t- town didn't have a film major at the time. This is back in, back in my days, 2009. Um, <laughs> it was communications or tv broadcast yeah. film it was like they just mashed them all together so i was like i guess i'll do that but i have no interest in broadcast or newscasting and learning about uh, news cameras and things like that mm-hmm. and um so i was kind of floating around during community college for a while until um my mom convinced me to take a, an acting class at north lake college and i met miss alice butler and she said you need to be doing this and i was like oh, show me how to do this stuff and and I don't know. She spoke right to me and it was like someone could really see me for the first time. I felt crazy for having these type of dreams and aspirations and goals. And she's like, you need to be doing this. T- uh, take one more year of uh, community college at this point. This is like my fourth year of community college. I'm like another year, four years here. But um, I was working at the time, making my own short films at the time, um, shooting club videos at the time. I was working downtown shooting nightclubs. And, but at, the, at that time, I was teaching myself how to edit. Um, by making these videos right now, mm-hmm. like this young man over here, right? He's he's the, today he's learning how to edit. He's continuing his journey of this stuff. He's this will all yeah. go on his resume one day when he's going to be making some big famous movies, and he'll be saying, "Hey, <laughs> I, I cut, got, cut my teeth shooting Kimbo Slice of Life mm-hmm. and uh, working audio and things like that." So um, yeah, I took some acting classes, community college, got all the basics, and I was going to transfer to um, Santa Fe, New Mexico. Um, I had a half scholarship there, was ready to go. And then I got booked for a show 
uh, Shakespeare Dallas Midsummer Night's Dream. They were doing that, and um, I got a chance to perform with them. I booked Puck, um, or cast, I guess, for theater you say. I was cast in the role of Puck, and um, met a whole bunch of SMU alumni and current students there. And I'm like, well, damn, I don't want to leave now. All these amazing people here in Dallas, um, they're all going to SMU right down here. How the heck can I stay? It seems too late to try to get into school. Now it's two months past the deadline. Um, luckily, my director was the movement professor at SMU. She made a phone call. Luckily, some people dropped out at that at that um, class, that school uh, that school year class. They had a couple slots open, and um, luckily enough, I was able to fill one of those slots, and they accepted me into the program. And I'm so grateful for Jim Crawford, um, Stan Wojanowski, and that entire program. Thank you so much again, as always. But, um, yeah, I graduated there, 2013. I'm sorry, sorry, started school there 2013, brains all over the place, <laughs> graduated finally, super senior, seven years of college, um, 2016, and went off into the world, and it's been madness ever since. <laughs> wow, so almost 10 years? Since, uh, yeah, my first professional gig would have been 2013, professional gig, whatever that means. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, like what's, what does that mean? Yeah. A paid gig? Right, yeah, like how do you define that sometimes? Like, so how many years? So it's been like what? So it has been like 11, 10 years? Yep. Yeah, I'd say about 11, yeah, 11 oh, now. Oof. So you've been in the game for a long time. <laughs> I want to be like you when I grow up. <laughs> Every time like I'm on Instagram, I'm scrolling, came in, booked, booked, booked. And I was like, I want to be like Cayman. <laughs> and you be like, oh man. Like, gosh. Like this fun thing like social media. Now I just feel, I feel kind of ridiculous sometimes sharing stuff because it sounds ridiculous. No, it's like so inspiring, like for especially for someone like me, because like I look up to you, because I want to like be that, like I want to be booking every other day, every other you know week, like I want to do that. So when I see you like book, 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 and I was like, it's just like motivation for me, oh, honestly. For so because it, keep posting. <laughs> thank you, because I don't know social media in your thirties, right? It's the people I grew up with. We were all had all these dreams and goals, and then life happens. Mm-hmm. People pass away. You have kids. Um, your goals change. Other things become your priority. So it was always this thing where we were all, I feel like, falling or failing or living in the same direction. And then everything kind of separated. So now sometimes I feel, I don't know, lonely in my age range of still doing this stuff where I don't have a bunch of kids running around. I didn't chase the white picket fence in the house. I wanted to do this shit, right? I wanted to be in anime. Um, I wanted to be in movies and television and commercials and a martial artist and, and, and a stuntman. And I'm like, how do I do those things? So sometimes I catch myself living a double life where I'm still trying to do the white picket fence thing when, you know, get get engaged to my beautiful fiance, Madison Williams. But that also like I'm also trying to chase these dreams. And but but luckily you have a support system, people that believe in you and um, and the ones that don't are gone. You don't worry about right. them. You keep focusing on the ones that see the vision, believe in you. Um, but I, I can rant for days. So I'm going to stop. <laughs> no, that's how I feel like on, when I'm Facebook. Because everything on Facebook is like engaged, married, or having kids. Some people are on their second kid, third kid. So when I post something about like my modeling, my podcast, it gets like no attention. Yeah. <laughs> but if I were to post I'm, I'm pregnant, then everybody would like it. And I'm just like, that's not, no, that's wrong. I don't want to be that. I want, you know, yeah. that's how I feel on Facebook though. Yeah. But for Instagram, people still think I'm like not 30. So hey. it still kind of works. <laughs> but also to speak into that, uh, now being 30, doing social media, I've learned that there are people, there's been, I mean, think about it. We're, I'm 32, you're 30. So there was 12 years of high school graduates after you. 
meaning they're out there trying to chase their dreams mm-hmm. and journey too. So I've, I've noticed that I've de- started to develop more of a um, younger fan base because of people that or, or older that are just now starting as well, you know, not to be ages, but so yeah, even people in their forties or fifties that are saying, you know what, I want to be a model or I want to be an actor. And they see your page and go, well, damn, she's doing it. I'm going to start a podcast. Damn, she did it. I'm going to watch her. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, there are people that are still watching us, even though sometimes it feels like, you know, I'm like, am I too old to be using these apps? Like, should I just... <laughs> Hashtag. Yeah. Just stop and just live my life and be happy with my own stuff and not share it all the time. But oh no, it's fun. Nah, keep posting. Keep posting because I like it. Oh. Do you have any uh, tips for actors like preparing for auditions? Actors preparing for auditions. Um, First, I mean, education. Don't just wing it. Mm -hmm. Um, Take classes, take classes, take classes. And I know sometimes I feel like some of these people are just paying their rent with um their teaching i get it but if they have something to provide you that you don't have knowledge of take these classes for sure get educated don't wing it because sometimes you might leave an impression um first impression might be your last one if you if you you mess up right and so um i'd say get educated for sure in whatever you're pursuing whether it's voiceover auditions commercial tv film what's the etiquette what should it look like um slate what does that mean head head sorry hand slate what does that mean um, are you doing it correctly? What should the backdrop look like? What should the lighting, what should the audio look like? Um, just make sure we're getting educated would be my biggest tip for anyone. Stop trying to skip steps. I know it seems like, um, if I go fast, I can go fast. No, if you go fast, you're going to go slow, go slow now to go fast later. I promise I'm living proof of that. I'm not some genius. I am trial and error, messing up a whole bunch of times to eventually now learn what to do right. So yes, education education <laughs> education god do you still currently take acting classes or you're Having you're like i don't need it no. <laughs> no you always need it you always need it i've just i mean well you're Cayman, so Cayman don't need it <laughs> no after a while you, you do have to go into applying what you're learning mm-hmm. right and so then you're, you're testing out things that are working and not working by application and so um, always take classes. But um, yeah, spend some time workshopping the things that you've learned for a while. And then once you're going, okay, th- this is what I like. This is what I don't like. Ooh, like me personally, I always feel like, uh, like le- right, right this second, I feel like I need work on romantic scenes. Mm-hmm. I feel kind of disconnected. It's tough to um, um, really portray that. I feel like in voiceover, I love doing that. But on camera, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm not a really romantic person in real life. So um portraying that on camera can be kind of difficult for me sometimes so there's always things you can work on for sure so workshop some stuff go train workshop it train workshop it train <laughs> almost like a stand-up comedian right you got to go try the material and go "Ooh, that didn't work or Ooh, okay they, that worked that didn't work okay right <laughs> yeah. what has been your most memorable on-screen moment most memorable on-screen moment i'm going with uh performing with the rock dj dwayne johnson of course gotta gotta pick that one as if much y'all as... haven't seen oh black adam <laughs> caymans and black adam guys with the don't rock don't blink i die really quick <laughs> <laughs> and i have a helmet on for most of the time but um no i'm, I'm gonna keep talking about that forever man i appreciate i would it. too because that's like <laughs> that's like that's it man that's like coming as close as me for drake Hey. Like, that's literally it. <laughs> yeah, I definitely yeah. grew up watching The uh, Rock. Uh, I guess I call him DJ now. I guess once you're, once you're cool enough with him, you get to call him DJ. No, um, it, was, it was so much fun. I appreciate what he did. He didn't have to do that for me. Anybody could have played that damn role, right? I mean, you didn't need an actor to play that role. But he saw this young man that was busting his ass, grinding and working hard and said, hey, 
I'll, I'll give that little bastard a shot. Right? <laughs> so you audition, like yeah. So what happened was, um, it was it was um, pandemic. Everyone's at home on their phones, on their social media platforms, and I'm seeing a lot of people reaching out to their favorite artists, and they're responding. Right? They're giving tips. Mm-hmm. They're doing collaborations. All these things are happening, and I'm like, I get this stupid idea of, you know what? I'm gonna shoot my shot at the rock probably I think maybe number one or two most uh, follow person on Instagram. I'm, like he's never going to see this, but I just I got a feeling that I can time this right. Every Tuesday he's posting pe- random people don't have to be famous or anything with his tequila, Terramana tequila. And I'm like, that's my, that's my way in. Um, I think I can do a hell of an impression of him, at least one that might make him laugh. And I'm going to hold this tequila, do an impression at the end of the video. I'm going to ask um, for an audition, not for a role, not to give me anything, but to just, to, to try to show them that uh, my hard work, to show them that what I'm, um, my, my abilities in an audition, right? Um, no handouts, you know, I just, I want to earn it with my own two hands, you know, it's, I know it's two hand philosophy of, you know, build your future with your own two hands. And I'm like, so I, I shot that shot. One week goes by, doesn't post. Two weeks go by, it's posting everybody else. I'm like, maybe it was the Vin Diesel joke. Oh man, I don't know, man. Oh, maybe it was too much. And then finally at the end of 2020, still on this page in, in December, 2020, at the very end of the year, he's like, hey, Post me by myself saying, I appreciate this brother, Kevin Casey, shooting a shot. Um, I'm going to have my people reach out to you about an audition. I was like, oh, my gosh. So going into 2021, I was on fire of just elated and, and just so excited to, to have that opportunity. To be seen more than anything. Honestly, I think it was someone seeing you because sometimes mm-hmm. you can feel very invisible in this craft. And as much as you're busting your ass and the injuries and the pain and the suffering and the auditions, you're like, dang, I is is does anyone see me? Like, I feel like I'm really good at this stuff. If someone just looked this way. And so it was, I was so grateful that he was willing to um, give me a shot. So I auditioned over zoom with this um, big time cast and director who, who cast the flash, the Mortal Kombat movies, the matrix. No, I'm sorry. The editor was with the, the, the matrix, all, all these movies that I'm like, damn, this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I have this ridiculous dream of wanting to do, you know, um, to be an action hero or anti-hero or villain and all these things and do big action movies. And as ridiculous as it was, shaping myself for that and seeing it come through and being grateful to a higher power for allowing me to be alive long enough to experience these things is just so cool that's so <laughs> awesome so where did y'all film at uh um out in georgia oh okay. out in the woods with the, out in the forest with these giant blue screens and all this giant machinery that i have no idea the names of <laughs> so you got that on your own yeah oh wow that was that was all me and uh my mom Give my credit to my mom for going out to buy the tequila for me while she was at the store. I was like, hey, mom, are you out right now? Could you could you pick this up? I'm going to come over and, and, and do this. I have this really stupid idea. Could you help me with? And um, so me and her shot that during the pandemic. And DJ with the rock saw it. <laughs> that's, so, that's awesome. That's Yeah. See? That's why I look up to Cayman guys. <laughs> Shoot your shot. Go for it. Exactly. Don't listen to, to, to anybody else. If, if you know what you want to do. Go for it, honestly. And I'm proud of you for this. All this, if, if you don't take this from piece of paper concept, <laughs> it stays on the piece of paper and it sits on the shelf forever. Mm-hmm. I've talked to so many people who, I came and I got this idea. came and I got this idea. Um, at, the, at Sean's um, um, Saving the Creatives, a kid stood up and says, I got this idea for this movie. I'm like, don't even tell me. So no one steals your idea in here. Go shoot it. Well, I don't have a, I don't, I need a, I don't have, you got a phone, you've got that, which has video and audio on it. You've got friends willing to be in it. Especially if it's going to be on social media, like there's no excuse. Right. You know, I hate to say no excuse, but make 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 room for it, make time for it. Thirty minutes a day. You know, like oh, I want to write this book. I want to write this movie. Boom, you got one page down. 
You can't take it away from you. You got one, your one page into your, in your book, in your movie, your script. Second day, boom, boom, boom. Just keep working on it. Eventually, holy crap, I got a bunch of pages here, right? Things are happening. And hey, I'm proud of you for starting your podcast. You're in season two. Season two, let's go. Sorry, I, <laughs> sorry I'm messing up the mic. But, um, yeah. Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, slowly but surely, I'm trying. Hey. You know, I know it takes time, so, but <laughs> patience. Patience. Heck yeah. Um, so how do you balance staying true to character while also bringing your like own unique um, interpretation? Um, good question. Um, I'd say the director hired you. Um, they pick, out of all these people, they picked you. They must have liked something in your audition. So definitely keep what you were doing with your audition. But now that you're on set, you can kind of feel it out to see how much input you're allowed to have. Because mm-hmm. some people have a very specific way they want to see things. Other ones are like, you're the actor. Like, act, do the thing. Yeah. Like, I, I, what are you doing? Like, why are you keep giving me the same thing? Like, almost like, and, and just like modeling, where you have to keep changing positions and poses. Same for acting sometimes. They might ask for a little shift this way, a little shift that way. And so, um, yeah, sometimes you just have to um, kind of balance that out and um, figure out, you know, just got to feel out the director, I'd say. <laughs> Good. Noted. I got it. <laughs> um, what, what advice do you have for aspiring actors Ooh. that want to get into the scene? I got so much advice. I'm trying to think of. <laughs> I'd say, um, I mean, I don't want to, re- re- I'll say education again. That, that step gets skipped every day. Every day I see everyone wants to skip that to get to the fun stuff. Um, I'd say education, read the contract. Read the contract. Don't be in such a rush to sign it so you can post on social media. I'm signed. I'm booked. I'm, I got an agent. I got a manager. I got to read that contract because... There's some things in there that you might not be comfortable with. Have somebody else read it. Take it to a guardian, a friend, a lawyer, whatever, whatever. Get some eyes on that thing. Take it home first. If they say, oh, I need you to sign this right now. Whoa, get out of there. Take the contract home. Always read the contract. You never know what's in that freaking thing. Um, it could be for life, also known as in perpetuity. You see that? That's forever. Um, always read the contract. That might not be the advice you're looking for, but we can talk more acting stuff. But <laughs> Read the, read <laughs> read the, the contract. contract. Don't be in a rush to post on social media. All right. That's what everyone wants to do. Like social media. I don't yeah. have to tell everybody. I mean, come on, guys. We all do it, right? We see someone's Oh, they're pregnant. That's so cool. Like, congratulations. Scroll. Gone, right? All of a sudden that you're you're on to the next thing, right? And so that's just our, our minds are kind of set that way now. So don't be such in a rush to um um post and accidentally ruin your life by not reading the contract. <laughs> Um, do you have any upcoming projects or commercials that you can share with us? Yes. Um, just shot a national commercial that's going to drop in March. I can't wait to see that one air. It's one of one of the few that I have that is unmistakably me. Like a lot of times you have a con- or, or a commercial and it's like, hey, wait, wait, hold on, pause that. Was that? Do I know that person? Right? Like you got a chance to mm-hmm. like pop into a commercial, but it's it's going to be so cool to see one where like I'm in the middle of the of the screen. For pretty much the entire commercial. That's, that was pretty insane. Oh, that's awesome. Because I always feel like I can steal a role in a commercial. Like, oh, I can slip in through there. Okay, I think I can tailor this audition to um, go that way with it. But to be the sole person that they're looking for, I'm not used to that. So I'm like, oh, oh, shit. That was really cool to feel that on set mm-hmm. of like, I'm like, oh, I kind of think I'm talented. I'm kind of cute. Like, oh, thank you. Like, usually I feel like, oh, oh, the athlete, I can slip in. Oh, the coach, the cop, I can get on this set if I, mm-hmm. if I play my cards right and really aim at a type, you know, because I don't know. And, and so it was kind of cool to be, yeah, center front and focus for the for first time or uh, one of many few, sorry, few times um, 
yeah, that was fun. And outside of that, um, anime, this winter season is about to be crazy. I just booked two main and supporting characters on two um, anime that's going to come out. Start at pretty immediately. That's what I love about anime. You record it, and it's out the next week most of the time. Like It's oh, just wow. back to back to back. It's such a good feeling where film can be a, a year or two years, and then they're like, oh, my God, I hope my scene didn't get cut. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that's pr- pretty much it for that. And then... I've, I've made my own feature film. I've created my own action feature film about killing human traffickers. Um, I mean, honestly, it's, it's, it's John Wick style with um, a black lead. We don't have a lot of those type of movies. Are you uh, the lead? Yes. That's right. <laughs> 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 I, I wanted to do with this me so the that. lead. With me the lead. <laughs> and um, no, and I'm not ashamed of. I'm not going to stand in shame. I'm going to be proud of this creation that we made because it's badass. It is not your typical cell phone Tubi movie. Uh, it's a lot of Tubi. love that went into this. And it might be on Tubi, not to insult Tubi, but, you know, there's a lot of things on there. You're like, how the, what, what the heck? And, uh, but they're starting their dream. They can say they shot a feature or a short. It's not on a piece of paper. It's, it exists, even if it looks crazy, even if they didn't do the education first. But um, I'm so excited to share this with the world. There's so many talented people here in Texas that participated in that. And um, I'm so proud of that. It's gonna, it's gonna be. Yeah. No one's gonna believe that we shot it with no money, and and that we didn't have a backing for that thing. I'm hoping it. It after this one airs, someone will really back us for the next one. Yeah, I was like, I've been waiting for that. <laughs> I was like, where's where's that? We've been so taking my own advice. Whenever we were able able to get together and work on it, is how we've been shooting it. We haven't. If we don't have the money to carve out. Say, all right, six weeks. Everyone, don't work on anything else. We're going to be working on this. We've just been, whenever we can, you know, just like mm-hmm. this podcast, whenever you can grab somebody, we're shooting a scene. Shooting a scene. Right. We're going to get the people together, shoot the action scene. Whenever we got the money, we're going to shoot it. And um, it, it paid off. I'm so happy that just, day one was March 2022. We shot oh, an action wow. scene just to see. I'm like, okay, if this action scene sucks, let's scrap the idea. But if this is really freaking cool, we'll keep going with the rest of the script. And that was kind of our um, sizzle reel. Like we shot that and it looked freaking cool. Got a couple of people to invest a little bit of money for us. And thank you, Serene. Thank you, Josephine. Thank you, Blake. Thank you, Josh. And also, of course, the team, Matt, Jeff, uh, and all of our actors and talent. I cannot wait to show you this thing. I know you guys. I'm, I'm sick of talking about it. I'm not, that's why I don't post about it anymore because there's no more hype. A date. They just want a date at this point. And so, um, yeah, I'm going to say the end of February, we're going to be watching it in person. Then it'll be streaming in March. And it'll be out of my hands, off my shoulders. I've been stressing about it for two years. Can't wait to just go... The people have it. Jeez, I'm so tired. It's coming soon. <laughs> you also came in on your TV screen in a couple months <laughs> for multiple reasons. <laughs> anyway, um, what is your favorite pizza? Do you have a favorite pizza? particular type? Oh, good question. I've had a lot of interesting I grew pizzas. up in Irving. There's this cool spot called New York Pizza Pasta off of uh, MacArthur. What else is over there? By my old middle school, Barbara Bush Middle School. And it's still going. That place is amazing. There's these giant pieces of pizza. But if, if I'm not in town for that, I'm looking for a Zalot somewhere. Oh, really? It's a lot. We've been craving that. Like the pepperoni masterclass and the garlic that they put on there. It's just... What's your favorite? So I'm going to start pepperoni? interviewing you now. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite pizza? Honestly, just pepperoni. Like I'm probably as basic as it gets. Oh, pepperoni. You want to see a really bad transition? Speaking of pizza, what's your favorite Drake song? Terrible transition, right? This is why you're the host. <laughs> when people ask me that, I'm just like, I don't really have one Ooh. favorite. 
But album. No? Album? album? I'm going to have to go with Take Care. Ooh, okay. That's fair. And yeah. then nothing was the same. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense for your age range, too. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's showing your age. Yeah. that's. I mean, we were outside going to the clubs at that time and high school and things. I was in, so- I was in high school, though. I oh, think I was a sophomore. Right. I was a sophomore. For Take Care? Yeah, Since freshman, sophomore. 2009. 2009. Oh, you're talking 2009, about 2009, 2010. I was, yeah, I was freshman sophomore. Dang. Yeah, yeah. It's good times. Were good you, times. Would were, not go back. <laughs> were you in that era where um, we were obsessed with Lil Wayne first? Yeah. Did you, were you in that? Lil were, Wayne came first. Did you grow up in South Texas? Around here? I grew up in South Texas. I'm from Corpus Christi. Okay, yeah. Yeah, we would skip to Wayne's part or just if he said anything, you know, for 30 seconds, we were ah, going crazy. And then he brought this guy Drake along and we're like, man, he's like our Who's age. This? Yeah. yeah, it just was, it was so cool. Like when the song Ransom, if you haven't heard Ransom, 2008, I think. Oh my gosh. That was like, what is this? This mixtape. Oh my gosh. What is this song? It's crazy. And just being able to follow his journey for a while. And of course, eventually he just got unrelatable with all the money and like, that's really cool, man. We didn't all get that much money. <laughs> but coming out of high school is really cool listening to him, Cuddy and Kanye and all those guys. Yeah. <laughs> One day I'm trying to be successful like Drake. <laughs> All right, Cayman, thank you so much for, you know, coming out here and coming on this podcast, you know, helping me grow my season two. It's the best Um, season right here, season two. Season two, episode two with Cayman. Hey. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, guys. YouTube fam, don't forget to subscribe, like, comment. Um, We will see you guys in two.